what does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Everyone, it's Z Dog, Dr. Z. It's National Nurses Day. Woo! All that meaningless stuff, because what you guys really want is better staffing, (laughs) more respect, better mental health support, less overtime. Did I mention more respect? How are you? Um, Come on down. Let's let everyone filter in and we'll take your comments. It's May 6th, the year of our Lord, 2022, and it is the kickoff of Nurses Week. And you guys know, if you followed me at all in the past, that uh, I am sort of an advocate for nurses because as a hospital doctor, nothing happens. Woo, that was loud. Nothing happens without nurses. And so it's always a kind of a joy every year when, first of all, doctors just get a day, but nurses get and deserve a week because they're right there finger in the holes, man. I'm telling you. Did I hit record on this thing? I did. We want to we want to save this one for posterity cuz <laughs> it's going to go off the rails. Um let's get your comments. I'm going to pull you up on my iPad cuz I'm bougie like that. Let me pull it up. How do I do that? Comments. There're no comments. Well, that makes it awkward. Hold on. Stupid iPad. There they are. Um And I pinned in a comment, a link to see every single one of our Nurses Week music videos that we've done over the years and other uh, videos that we've done. I'm very proud of them. We we had a lot of fun doing those. And we always had real nurses in the videos in real hospitals. uh, And it was just a blast. And here we go. We don't get a week. Our hospital does hospital week, Corey Pittman. Your hospital needs to go. I love how they try to subvert. They do this too. They're like, instead of doctor's day, it's going to be provider day. And it's like, no, it's doctor's day. Uh, Nurses get a week. There should be a a day or a week for all the people that need appreciation. But how about this? Get rid of all the weeks and just make it awesome 365, 24, seven, because that's what we work, right? It's not like we shut these things down at night and on the weekends. It's a constant thing. It's to make it sustainable. We have to advocate. No, it's not pizza parties, although that's nice. It's not, you know, a pen that has the hospital's name on it. It's not, um, you know, heroes work here signs. It's better staffing. It's a sustainable job. It's less computer time and more in-person time. It's less of that overtime that seems to be mandatory during COVID that is breaking everybody's soul because... You know, you can call it work-life balance, all that, or you could say it's life and the work aspect of life is becoming unsustainable. Uh, You know, nurses are, they're highly empathic. They're highly trained. Why are we making them data entry clerks? Why are we making doctors data entry clerks? Why are we making dietitians data entry clerks? We're there to do the things that only human beings can do, which is this deep intuitive connection with our patients. And nurses are the eyes and ears and hearts on the front line that do that. When we round in the hospital, we grab the patient's nurse and we loop them into rounds and we say, well, what's going on that we need to know about, right? And that that stuff means only humans can do that stuff, but non-humans can do data entry or humans that aren't 
trained to do the, this stuff can do data entry. Why are they making these highly empathic, highly trained people burn out by having to do stuff that is not helping patient care directly? It's helping a bean counter, or it's helping the billing, or it's helping covering your butt legally, or it's helping the quality measures from the measurement industrial complex that don't necessarily measure quality, but there's something that they can do that makes them feel like they're advancing something and we're clicking off the checklist that has really nothing to do with the unique patient that's in front of us. Um, there's a long way to go before we get to this health 3.0. And nurses, I've always said, are the canaries in the coal mine. They're the ones who have you know, the high rates of depression, anxiety, suicidality. There were just story about a, a horrible story about a nurse in uh, Santa Clara Valley here. And um, when they, what they're trying to tell us is that we've built a system that no longer allows us to do our job of caring for patients and each other in a sustainable way that doesn't cause continual moral injury, which is what they call People like to call it burnout. Burnout's the end stage. It's like the dialysis of a chronic disease, which is moral injury, meaning having to serve all these masters, like the insurance company, your employer, management, the patient, your own conscience, your family, your loans, your own mental health. And by the way, I think nurses know this already. They are the caregiver phenotype. They, they, many of them have had trauma. Many of them have had these things happen that really have manifest their path as a caregiver that puts themselves last. And it's part of the culture too, to put yourself last. And we can't, we can't, we just can't do that. We don't need to do that, right? Give people in healthcare, not just nurses, give all of us the tools, meaning the technology, the resources, meaning the team, and the autonomy, meaning those two things that lead to your ability to make decisions based on what you have been trained to do and a unique patient in front of you, that autonomy comes from trust, means management, leadership. It's not management. We, if, we, if we're calling it management, that means they're managing. We don't want that. We want leaders who develop, give us the tools, autonomy, and team, right, to actually do our jobs. That would be a great Nurses Week. Then you could delete Nurses Week, and it would just be Nurses Life, and Doctor's Life, and RT's Life, and lab life because, and honestly, these organizations where our frontline workers feel that support tools, resources, and trust to do their jobs, they're just gonna do better. Less turnover, better outcomes, and there's a little data to actually suggest this. Um, so I think that's something that would be very nice to talk about on Nurses Week. I know nurses are striking in different parts of the country. We've talked a little bit about that. Why is that? You know, we have this great resignation. COVID brought it to a head that, wow, they can call you heroes. They can say heroes work here, but they have no idea what the hero's journey is. If they actually knew what that was, they would never use the word because they know that it's gonna launch you on a hero's journey that you've already been on and you didn't even know it, right? The hero is not something superhuman. It's not somebody that you dump on. It's not somebody you ask to do unlimited overtime. It's not somebody you ask to do more and more with less and less while maintaining patient satisfaction. And the patients are getting more sick because the ones that come in the hospital especially are sicker and sicker and sicker. They're more demanding. They're more angry. They're more violent because we've normalized in a culture that it's okay to scream and yell at your healthcare professionals and your nurses. It's okay to hit a nurse because nothing will happen to you.
But if a nurse, heaven forbid, makes a mistake, even a terrible mistake, even a negligent mistake, they're going to go to jail potentially. Redonda Vaught at Vanderbilt. They're going to criminally charge you. This happens in law enforcement too. They're going to criminally charge you for what might be an, a mistake without the due process of going, what was the intent there? What was going on? That can all happen, but a patient can punch a pregnant nurse in the stomach leading to a miscarriage and nothing will happen. And that patient could be in their right mind. So the hero's journey when we're talking about nurses and healthcare, the hero's journey, the hero starts out in act one and is like, you know, here I am, I'm a nurse, I'm doing my thing, but this isn't, there's something not right here. I'm unhappy, I, 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 you know, I, I, I'm depersonalized, I'm exhausted, I'm cynical, I have this low feelings of accomplishment, all the things that go with the dialysis level burnout. And why is that? Well, all these other things. The, the drip, 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 the thousand paper cuts of it, right? So let's start fixing those. We need nurses to be nurses again, instead of data entry clerks and sort of patient satisfaction experts and so on. Now we need, what, what does this mean for the patients? You know, the patients are the ones that suffer when our caregivers are overwhelmed and are understaffed. And everybody knows this from personal experience. If you've had a loved one in the hospital, they'll say, boy, these nurses are working so hard. They can hardly, I mean, how are they going to possibly answer this call light? You know, when they're so understaffed and they're asked to do this 20th shift of overtime. Um, Michelle says, the practice managers, nurse supervisors, front office staff are burnt out too. I love my job. I love working with patients, but we need sta we need staffing and resources. Absolutely. All of us, all of us, everybody, right? But let's get, let's back, get back to the nurse's hero's journey. Because this is something that I think um, leadership needs to understand that all of us can have the hero's journey. The, the system can have a hero's journey, but our nurses now are in act one where they're like, mm, this is crap. And so there's usually something, you know, for Luke Skywalker in Star Wars, his hero's journey, he's there on Tatooine. He's going about his day, stuff's happening. Wedge is going to the academy. Uh, you know, his not Wedge, the other guy, I forget his buddy who got blown up. And he's there with his uncle and aunt doing his moisture farming, right? And then something happens that makes him realize this is not okay, right? I guess both his aunt and uncle are burned to death by stormtroopers. Ah, you know, I'm hoping it doesn't get to that stage with nurses, but it feels like it post-pandemic, intra-pandemic, doesn't it? So that launches the hero on their journey. They have no choice. They have to go and find ultimately themselves. That's that's the trip they're taking. And so they go looking. Now, many of us never launch from act one on the hero's journey. And some of us launch from act one and the hero's journey is inward. And it may be as simple as reframing your experience and you know meditation and awakening and those sort of things. And that can be definitely a part of the journey. But for others, it's getting up and saying, you know what, okay, the system is crap. This hospital treats me like garbage. Maybe I'm gonna either do something to change it within the system. Now that didn't work or it did work or I'm doing this or I'm part of the organizing committee for my union or I'm doing this kind of work or I'm changing charting requirements or I'm going into leadership, whatever it is. Or I, I'm just simply going about my job with a different way of doing things. Again, every your mileage may vary because it's all local to what you're doing. Or it may be, no, mm, this is not it. And many in the pandemic during the great quits, the great resignation have said, you know, 
this is not it for me. My hero's journey is I need to go out and find the reconnection with what I was called to do because this is not it. It's not a job or a vocation. It's a calling. Many of us were called. It was like we couldn't say no. This is what I am. But then you find yourself in a situation where it doesn't feel like what you are anymore. And in fact, what you are is being taken advantage of, is being beaten down. And you cannot just look at it from a victim mindset because that's not gonna change anything, right? You sometimes have to look inside and go, why am I even allowing this to happen? Because my inner state actually determines what's going on here to a large degree, more than you think, you know? And part of the hero's journey is the waking up to the idea that you can do something. And when you go off, maybe it's going to from inpatient to outpatient or vice versa. Maybe it's going into leadership. Maybe it's going to a different organization, different hospital, finding somewhere where you feel valued and connected, where you have the tools and the resources and the autonomy to do what you do and feel confident about it. Thank you, Patricia, for the stars. And Michelle says, God bless our nurses and support staff. Um, and that may be part of your journey, right? And remember that the hero's journey means you're gonna suffer, you're gonna take risk, you're gonna struggle, you're gonna find adversity, and it's not gonna be what you think. So open yourself to that. Say, you know, if I go work on a committee that's gonna try to change this aspect of nursing, it may not be what I think, but it's, I gotta do it because I'm feeling that's authentically the path. And it's gonna be scary and it's gonna feel uncomfortable, right? But otherwise, staying in act one that's not a hero. Heroes do not work here. That's being trapped and being victimized. So you take that route, whatever it is. Maybe it's going to a clinic that's trying to build this new model of care, like a health 3.0 type of deal, where it's team-based, technology-enabled, but not technology-enslaved. They're funded differently. It's paid for differently. And these things pop up. I might've run one of them. And you see the effect on the team. You go, wow. And the patients, wow. This is, it's a hero's journey because once you get through that and you figure it out and it won't be perfect and it'll be messy, then part of the hero's journey is you come back. You come back to the calling, to your authentic you. And you come back awake and changed and overall better for the whole thing. That's a hero. It's nothing supernatural. It's nothing, you don't need to come from Krypton. You don't need to be bitten by a radioactive spider. The hero's journey is a human journey. It's all of our journeys. And it starts with recognizing in act one that tattooing is not the place you wanna be, Luke. And he wakes up and he struggles and he gets hurt and he finds out terrible things. But in the end, he not only saves himself, he saves others around him that were suffering, right? And that, that's the hero's journey. And Nurses Week is a great time because I mean, you guys are the biggest volume of suffering in healthcare just by numbers. And so a collective awakening, right? It's gonna take everything and you get to change systems, you gotta change incentives, you gotta change leadership has to model this, nursing leadership, clinical leadership, business leadership, government has to, step in and put in laws that protect our nurses, maybe protect staffing, maybe protect uh, uh, ratios and things like that. And again, I'm not smart enough to know how to set that up, but you guys are. So maybe that's your hero's journey to advocate. 
Maybe your hero's journey is to continue working for your patients, even though it's hard, but work inward on yourself and how you're thinking and, and experiencing the world so that your suffering and the suffering around you is lessened. And sometimes that's, it's not McMindfulness. It's not, oh, I take a couple deep breaths and do a little yoga. It takes work, right? That's a path in itself. That inward hero's journey is a path in itself that, I don't know, I can just speak for myself and I can speak for those that I know that are on that path that are in healthcare. And uh, it is hard and it's, it can be emotionally trying because a lot of material comes up that you have to deal with, a lot of trauma and stuff like that. But it is so absolutely, for me, it's a no-brainer essential to being able to just even be mindful and present of what's happening right now instead of constantly projecting yourself into anxiety and thought and all that. And just one 12-hour shift in nursing, uh, you know, you can be lost. And that just, that simple fact of presence and centering and understanding that you're not all this, right? You're actually quite different than what you think. That's the identity shift in awakening um, can, can change everything. And it might even change to the point where, that's why I said leadership is afraid of the real hero's journey. Not leadership, managers are afraid of the, le the real hero's journey because it may leave people to up and leave. Right? Raise your hand if you know people who've left healthcare or left their particular job during or post-pandemic. Notice I say post-pandemic like it's over. I'm trying to incept you into this, guys. Um, Kenneth Jones says, get into your state legislator subcommittees and advocate. There's a great hero's journey, right? If that's a fit for you. Gail says, I feel sorry for nurses today and docs, nurse 34 years, nurse practitioner times 18 years. I will always advocate for floor nurses, hardest job ever physically and emotionally. It is brutal. And our sniff nurses and our sniff rehab people and everybody who's just busting their asses, especially during the pandemic. Um, nursing leadership will never change until forced to change, Victoria Stockdale. I think we've reached that point, don't you? When you can't staff your your shifts at all, at some point people are gonna be like, nope, I'm out. Who's gonna take care of the patients? Then those so-called leaders will be out of a job uh, or trying to trying to go on their own hero's journey to go, hey, wait, what, what is this, right? Something's gotta, something's gotta change here. Um, and again, if you, if you think this is, is you know, I, I have no easy platitude answers for this. I'm just sketching out, hey, we better get underway and we better recognize, and part of, the, part of the situation is communalizing our pain and saying, you know, we're all in this thing together. We are all suffering in some form or another. And there is a collective action we can take, but there's also an individual action and it's okay. You can forgive yourself. It's not your fault that you're unhappy. But now you know there's some possible things you can do. Now it's on you. You have to take some accountability. You can't play the victim. You gotta get up and say, all right, you know, enough. And I've done pieces in the past talking about why you know nurses may actually be a little on average more overweight than other aspects of uh, the workforce. Why is that? Well, they put themselves last. They don't have access to good healthy food on their shifts. They can hardly pee. They can hardly take a break. Their sleep cycles are all messed up. Again, I say this, many of the caregiver phenotype, right? They, they're victims of trauma and that in itself can, um, those adverse childhood experiences can lead to adult challenges with obesity and things like that. And um, 
how are you going to exercise, you know, when, you know, you're working these overtime shifts and all of that. And then you have family at home and all these other obligations and you put yourself last. And even if you do try to take care of yourself, that you feel guilty that you've done it. You're like, well, but I have all these other people are depending on me. If I go to the gym or I, you know, try to enroll in a diet program or whatever it is that you're doing, um, that's, I'm not helping them. No, no. You have to, you have to love and, and, and accept yourself so that you can take care of yourself. You know, like if you're going to go and do a week long med silent meditation retreat that I did recently, at some point on that retreat, you're going to feel like, oh, you know what? Mm. All my guilt for like stepping out for a week and doing this thing about somehow I'm like taking this me time. It's not, no, it's not you time. <laughs> it's transcend me time. Everyone around you will see the difference when that happens. So these kind of things require uh, some resources. You need, you, imagine if you know every hospital leadership said, hey, you have a week to go on some kind of spiritual growth thing. Now, now you can be an atheist, it doesn't matter, but you can go on a silent meditation retreat. You can go hike in nature for a week. You can sit quietly in your house and do a solo meditation. You can go see a therapist. You can uh, go do yoga classes for a week or teach yoga classes for a week or whatever it is. I, I, imagine the impact that would have on our frontline staff. In fact, I think that's low-hanging fruit right there. We give CME money, continuing medical ed education, continuing CEU credits for nurses. We do all that. Why can't we give like continuing mind, body, spirit credits? That would be nice, wouldn't it? Think of what, th you don't have, you just go, 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 try it. Someone try it. Someone out there, try it. Some leader out there, try this. And, uh, and watch, just watch what happens. Hey, sorry to interrupt this episode. It's Dr. Z. Just a quick pitch here. If you can just leave a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, it helps us a lot. I also want to hear what you think about this episode when you're done listening. Hello at ZDogMD.com. It's the best way for me to hear your voice because the emails come right to me. And we don't have a comment section on most podcast platforms. Maybe Spotify has one, but nobody else does. So it really gets your voice involved on episodes, especially that don't have a video. And the third thing is, if you want to be a part of this community and support the show, join our supporter tribe, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters. You can join on YouTube, Locals, Facebook, Instagram. You get live videos with me where we're talking about these things in depth, uncensored, and your comments are fully incorporated as in real time. And then we do these Zoom meetings where it's really like a beautiful community where we share our experiences on the awakening journeyless journey. How are we going to transform ourselves so we can transform healthcare and education and government? Because those systems are epiphenomena of us. Until we wake up, those systems will stay asleep. They'll, they're just an expression of our own delusion. So being a part of that, it supports this message so others can hear it. And it also allows for our own collective growth. So we need each other in that way. It's really, really, really tightly interwoven and interdependent. That's it. Back to your regular schedule, regularly scheduled show. This is what we ought to be talking about. You know, we instead we're, oh, it's nurses week. Let's get some pizza and maybe a little cake. And didn't I just mention the problem with our unhealthy eating? And, um, you know, we'll drop a few platitudes, a couple heroes work here signs, and then it's back to overtime, back to understaffing, back to crazy shifts, you know? 
paying off the loans, dealing with family that's more needy than the patients, all that. I think we got to talk about these things, guys. Um, let's see. And gals and non-binary pals. Let's scroll down. Fion says, that's why I'm involved with the Reason Party here in Melbourne. My housemate has almost 20 years of nursing. Wow, that's great. Whatever you're doing to advocate. Carol Dean, maybe they'll give us a rock again this year because we rock. Oh my God, did you guys really get a rock last year, Carol? I think I remember seeing someone doing that, posting that. Sue says, uh, I joined late May, have missed the suggestion. Oh, joined late may have missed the suggestion. What is your suggestion for us? 41 year nurse, incapacitated by COVID, still trying to cover non-patient um, areas. Um, yeah, I mean, again, you, you probably know the answer, but there's going to be like, whatever it is for you, there's gonna be that fear, all the conditioning that says you can't do that, you can't go on your hero's journey, you can't launch, you're gonna fail, you need this. They'll tell you, and management will tell you, oh, this is the, you'll never find a job like this, you won't work in, you know, get this kind of support anywhere else, so you better stick with it. It's kind of Stockholm syndrome where you start to love your captor, right? So the bottom line is, I think you know, or if you don't know, you haven't had that time or resource to look and see what the answer is. And sometimes that requires support, right? You need a, 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 a leadership management team that's gonna say, okay, you're struggling here. Let's come up with something that is gonna work, you know? And I, I think there are a lot of nurses in your situation. Um, Michelle got a rock. Wow, well done, man. That's a, that is a great <laughs> nurses week gift. <laughs> Cause you rock. What, what administrator came up with that one? Um, bless their hearts. Uh, nursing homes vaccinated and still wearing yellow gowns, masks, goggles, and activities are stopped. Sad times, Missy. Yeah, and all, I mean, all the PPP, PPE we're using and the question is, is it really, I mean, who are we protecting? If we're protecting the staff, but they're triple and quintuple vaccinated, um, I don't know. And again, I, these are tough questions to answer because we don't have great data on what we ought to be doing. We just have intuitions. Um, this is my first live video I've seen. I just wanted to thank you for your wisdom. You are appreciated, Shane Soderberg. Shane, I'm glad you're talking to uh, Zanita Leah because you can't be talking to me because I have no wisdom. Thank you though, I appreciate that. Um, it better be a damn diamond if it's a rock, says Abby Brown. There you go. Not, not, see, that's, that's thinking right there. Um, Glenda says, happy nurses day to all the wonderful nurses. Um, you got a pair of socks, Gail, that's great. Did they say you rock socks? Boy, man, uh, it's it's bad. Um, insurance companies need to back off too and leave life-saving decisions up to the docs, says Gail Althaus. Man, I, our whole system is mired in middle people that make decision-making difficult. Remember I, early in the live, I was talking about the tools, resources, and autonomy to do our jobs. Well, that autonomy piece has been taken away because no one has trust anymore. They don't trust frontline providers, they wanna reduce everybody to provider. They wanna, um, they don't wanna tell you, oh, you're a nurse, you're a nurse practitioner, you're a doctor, you're a PA, you're um, you know, a dietitian. Everybody's just a provider. You're a raw material in the mill of health 2.0, the assembly line. And the patients and you go into the, into the assembly line and out comes health or dollars for the organization, right? And it throws money off. Well, insurance companies are part of that mix. Doctors and, and health systems are part of that mix. 
Pharmaceutical companies are part of that mix. Pharmacy benefit managers, group purchasing organizations, all the middlemen, they're part of the mix. Um, patients are part of the mix. So education of patients and their assumptions and their requirements and demands. And they ought to be, this is what they ought to be demanding. Like, forget about call lights and all that. They ought to be demanding price transparency. Why is it that I don't know what my bill's gonna be when I go to the ER? And I'll ask them and they'll say, well, I mean, and then you get this surprise bankruptcy inducing bill, even if you have insurance, because your deductible's so high, if you're lucky enough to have insurance. I mean, patients have to advocate and go on a, on a hero's journey, but it's tough because we're all patients. So what are we gonna do, well, you know? It's like with kids, like who's advocating for kids? Um, it's always adults who have to do it. But with, with patient advocacy, we're all patients. And we ought to be doing something about that. Um, let's scroll down here. That's less nurses week than me just getting mad. Renee says, what do you think of the board having full access to providers' mental health records and extremely personal and traumatic experiences being shared by complete strangers on the boards? Uh, the medical boards are and nursing boards are never on your side. Very good lawyer told me this once who's in our supporter tribe. They are never in your side. They're on the side of the consumer, which means whatever they can do to um, mess with you, they will try to do it if uh, they think it's necessary. Now, I think mental health ought to be destigmatized, but your privacy ought to be respected. So even, even saying that you have a mental health condition can ding you on like recertification applications for um, privileges and medical boards and things like that. Like, so who's gonna report and get help then, right? It's just like the medical error, you know, with the Redonda Vought case, who's gonna report their errors now if, if they think they could go to jail by reporting it? They're gonna be hiding those errors and they're never gonna make systems improvements that are necessary to actually prevent future errors. The so-called just culture approach, it's gonna fail. Um, Boards protect patients and uh, what is it? Not medical professionals. Exactly, Ken Jones, exactly. They are not your friend. You do not go talking to boards without carefully doing that correctly. I mean, I've had anti-vaxxers complain to the Nevada Medical Board about me saying all kinds of stuff and the board is obliged to investigate and they always are like, I write a letter going, this is not my patient. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, they're saying I'm killing babies by advocating childhood vaccines. Like, okay, you have to investigate that, really? Um, how about I just give you my license back and, and just become a, a parody rapper? How's that? Jennifer Brooks, this year an email with a video literally like the Nurse Blake video and for hospital week, which has replaced Nurses Week, a bunch of food that we won't be able to eat or even get to see with our own eyes. That's wonderful, Jennifer. That is wonderful. Listen, and this is not across the board. There are very, very, very good leaders around the country that do the right things. And it's often clinical leadership. Um, but sometimes clinical leadership goes bad. You guys have all seen that, right? Um, Scarlett Woodward, watch out y'all. Do not get me wrong. Love having international nurses. But when they let go of two travelers this past week, no notice, they've hired international nurses, so travel nurses. Do we think this is what they're gonna do to make? And then it got cut off. I don't know why it's cutting off all your comments here. Let me pull them up here. I don't think this iPad works very well. Let me pop out, hang on, pop out your comments. I actually don't know what you're referring to, so I can't really comment on that, but let me see if I can get your actual comments to stream here in a better way, because these are trash. Hold on. 
And, you know, so I don't, again, like nobody has all the answers for this, but we better be at least stating the problem clearly. That's like half the battle. And then this idea of communalizing pain where we go, yeah, oh, we're all suffering. Okay, good. There's no stigma here. Nobody's weak. We can forgive ourselves because we're all in this together. And now start looking, okay, what's the journey to get? to get real change, right? To advocate. 18 years at the bedside and I'm so over it. I just don't know what else to do. Paula Garrett, I, I get so many messages like that. Yeah. It's heartbreaking, but it's not surprising. Is it surprising? In what other sector of the economy are you treated like this? I mean, there are a few, but they are not uh, sectors of the economy where you uh, bust your ass training and give up your youth to learn your craft and are expected to have life and death decisions right, every day. Um, let's see, us providers wouldn't survive without nurses. We work as teams, they protect us and we protect them. I mean, it is all a team. That's the resources part of tools, resources. Tools, team, I like tools and team better. Tools, team, and trust. I like that. I like that better than tools, resources, and autonomy. Tools, teams, and trust. That pretty much solves most of your problems if you get it right. Blackhawk says our international nurses are our best nurses. Yeah, dude, I'll tell you like, I've worked with quite a few international nurses. They are the bomb diggity. And traveler's nurses can be really great too. They're real motivated. Um, it's those VA nurses. Oh man, just kidding. I used to, I did a lot of work at the, at the VA. Jennifer Brooks says, yes, trust. Why do I say trust? When leadership trusts you to have autonomy, they give you autonomy. They say, you know what? Here's some tools. Here's your team. We trust you to do the right thing, but we're gonna, we're gonna verify the, the trust by seeing actual outcomes that we want, whether it's our bottom line or whether it's um, outcomes that we measure in a way that actually measure real outcomes or whether it's a series of metrics that they design that probably suck. But whatever it is, they need to figure out what you're measuring but then allow the trust, which means if you have tools and you have resources then and you have trust and you still can't do it, then that needs education and tweaking. And if that's still not working, then that, that's where you have to let people go and say, this is not the fit for you. There's probably something else you can do. Because um, that is a challenge for management too, right? Leadership. How do you let people go who are not fits? Because that, that happens, believe me. Tools, team, and trust, imperative, Lei Lao. Yeah, I think we should make that our mantra. What do you guys think? New ZPAC mantra, tools, teams, and trust. Give us tools, teams, and trust for health 3.0. 3.0 is still wonky, but I'm sticking with it. Um, thank you, Michelle. Gerald says, how about earning a doctorate in nursing to teach a future generations and getting paid so little you have to work four jobs? Yes, Gerald, that is common. You go get the BSN or you get a PhD and then and you're teaching and you, you don't make anything. Stephanie Lapid, woo! She was in so many of our older nurser video, nursing uh, weeks videos. Stephanie danced, stripped for for loan money. She, um, oh my gosh, Stephanie, we got to get you back. We got to do some more music videos. Now being a leader, I'm trying to be. Uh, you were in the Moana video, right? What can I say except you're welcome for the ice chips, the meds, the food. Hey, it's okay, it's okay, you're welcome. Cause that intern really doesn't have a clue. You're welcome, you're welcome. Well, come to think of it, 
Doc, honestly, these ships go on and on. Metrics to Edie, Nick, Upec, you, and beyond. The day that day early sepsis was found, well, that was your nurse just messing around. We chart all day to cover our butts. Common the codes when the doctors go nuts. What's the message? What's the takeaway? Don't mess with nurses when they're on their break today. And the wrinkles you see on my skin show the losses and map every win. Look at this heart. It's all caring compassion. Look at these clickety, clickety boxes and tip, 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 tap, 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 tap. Hey, what can we? I can't believe I remembered that rap. You guys, come on, dude. Give it up for me. That was awesome. <laughs> I can't believe I remember that. It was Stephanie. So Stephanie, your comment, because she was in that video. Now being a leader, I'm trying to be as helpful to these new nurses, knowing they didn't get as much hands-on experience due to COVID. Oh my God, that's great. Stephanie's awesome. Stephanie is a queen. She is the queen bee. You still in Vegas, girl? Hit me up. Carol Dean, thanks for the stars. Um, our hospital, and, and Cassie, our hospital clearly doesn't care about its nursing staff. They'd rather have a bunch of new grads and agency. There's no team. Yeah, no team, no trust. And the tools, Epic, Meditech, McKesson, all these things, garbage, garbage. Fix that. Alyssa says, that was one of my favorite music videos. Oh, that's awesome. Um, man, I've done so many music videos now. I, it's crazy. I was looking back through some of them and I'm like, Damn, I did a lot of music videos. One of my first ones, I think, for nurses was uh, a Macy Gray, I Try parody. I try to suction 10 and it chokes. What was it? I, I try to play, I try to, I try to place a line and I fumble. It was like when a doctor tries to be a nurse. Um, though I, no, no, though I, what was it though? Da, 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 da. It's clear. My world crumbles without the nurse here. Oh man, I suck. Um, Stephanie sounds like the best leader. Servant leadership, Kenneth Johns. Exactly. The servant leaders. That's a thing. Actually, that was you know popularized in conscious capitalism by um, the, the CEO of Whole Foods, actually, I think. This idea of servant leaders. I think he's the one who popularized that. Can you believe it's been five years? Stephanie, it was five years since we did that? Oh my God. And the wrinkles you see on my skin show the losses and map every win. Look at my heart, it's all caring compassion. Oh man. Um, God, those were fun days though, right, Stephanie? Making those music videos at UMC in Las Vegas. So much fun. I'm a little nostalgic. The, the COVID pandemic, pandemic put the brakes on all our music videos and stuff. We were only able to put two out and they were like, meh. And because uh, you can't get like, the whole crew happening and yeah, we'll get back to it. Thanks for the stars, MJ. Will you be in DC this week? Danielle Clark. So a bunch of nursing marches in DC. There's some rumor going around that I'm gonna be there. I'm not gonna be there. They asked me to make a video for one of the marches and I did. Um, that's the best I can do because th those marches are like over my anniversary. I got some stuff going on. Like I can't come to DC and march for you. All right. You gotta march for you. And I will advocate using this platform, which is the only thing I'm even partially good at. If I show up in person, you guys will be like, he's really short. How's he gonna get anything done? And I'll be like, what can I say except I'm a pygmy. Um, yes, that should be part of the annual mandatories. Management should be decided to, should work bedside once a week. Yeah, 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 to stay connected. Fernando sent some stars, thank you. Did a row march on Wednesday in Charleston. Awesome, Leah, or Leah. Um, it's good stuff, man. You got to advocate for what you believe. You got to do what, that's why I do this show. Um, I don't know. You got to advocate. 
I'm so glad I made it to the live on Nurses Day. Catherine Ann, who is a supporter of the show. Thank you for the start. By the way, you can still join our supporter tribe. That's pays the bills. Also, it's a cool group of people. We go live very often, do stuff. I actually prefer locals to uh, um, Facebook just because it's a better place, much more friendly and uh, good place. Mary Connor, thank you for the stars. Michelle says, I've seen you in person at the TravCon in Vegas a few years ago. That was a fun conference. I don't know which one you saw. I did, I did it twice um, and it was a lot of fun. Thank you for advocating for us, Jessica. Now you guys advocate for yourself. You're the ones who message me and are like, we need advocates. And I'm like, I got you, boy and girl. Um, I had wonderful nurses five years ago when I was in the hospital for six days with pneumonia. The only person I had issues with was an aide who did not know how to take an accurate temperature. The only thing that surprised me was the difference, the vast difference in the cleaning provided by housekeeping. Isn't that interesting? Every part is essential and patients notice when parts are not right. That's why the team, tools, trust, team, better technology that gets out of the way of the human relationship, team that supports everything, everybody practicing at the top of their game, and then the trust to have the autonomy to be self-governing within that team. That's important. It can't be a top-down thing. Healthcare is too complicated. It's too much like a living organism to reduce it to some leader that can run the whole thing. It just can't be done. All right, guys and gals. Um, I think we did a thing here. So I guess my parting words are nurses have been screwed for the past two years. They were supposed to have a year of the nurse and then the pandemic hit. That was 2020. That was a 200th anniversary of modern nursing. 2021 was a shit show. Uh, 2022 is not looking... Well, it's looking a little better in some ways, but now all the all the moral injury and burnout and exhaustion is catching up. Now is the time to look inside and go, what's my hero's journey? What's the hero's journey of this hospital? What's the hero's journey of our system? What's the hero's journey of our profession? We need to look at it. If you have not listened to Joseph Campbell's uh, interview with Bill Moyer for PBS, I think it was back in the 80s on mythology. So like a six-part series, you can get it on Audible or check it out somewhere. Um, he talks about the hero's journey and it's very moving. It's really a kind of a spiritual quest is what it is, you know, to reconnect with this bigger purpose that you have and the authentic you, which is not thoughts and beliefs and emotions and all this jazz. That's all clouds on the sky. Look back inwards and find the authentic you, which is the sky itself. It, it can't, none of these, none of this bullshit can hurt you. None of it can't hurt the sky. You know, the worst storm you have a hurricane, the sky's like, look at that, it's a hurricane. That's what that's what our that's what our present moment is like. It's stuff happening and we can it can radiate life and presence and living truth right in front of you and you're blind to it because you're lost in the clouds of thought and anxiety and belief and projection and doubt and fear and all that. And Sometimes just the hero's journey is going in and looking at that and recognizing that and waking up to what you are and then coming back. That's part of the hero's journey, coming back and going, oh, this is what nursing should be and this is my role in it. And it's, it changes everything. And if everybody did that, including leaders, well, I don't think we'd need to have Nurses Week, would we? Because we'd have the tools and the team and the trust to just be awesome. All right, guys, that's my hope for the future. I'm gonna fade us to black for the weekend. You guys have a wonderful weekend and we are out. Love you guys.
guys. Hey, it's Dr. Z. Thanks for getting through the whole episode. That's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> and so at this point, I just got to ask you for a few favors because it just helps us so much if you leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. It, it just really helps the algorithms to get this message out to others. The second thing is email me, hello at zdogmd.com. I get all these emails personally. I can't respond to them all, but I need to hear your voice because especially on podcast, we don't have a comment section. And I want to hear how this episode affected you, what you'd like to hear in the future, what you think we got wrong, what we think we got right, anything, anything, or just say hi. So that's really powerful. And the third thing is financially, it helps us a lot to support the show in any way you can. And if you go to zdogmd.com forward slash supporters, you can join our supporter tribe on your favorite platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. What that will get you on those platforms is live shows with me that are exclusive for supporters and access to our Zoom meetings where we talk about awakening realization and we share with each other our own experience. It's a powerful group effect. It's a community, really. And we support and love each other and share, again, through our own experience, how we're waking up. So, and that that ripples out into systems, into transforming healthcare and education and government. So it st really starts with us. So join us there if you can. Again, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters. And I'm so grateful to have you with us.